Hello, everybody. Welcome to Tamish and Tracy talking about The Walking Dead. We're here to talk about the mid-season finale of season nine titled Evolution. I'm Tracy. All right, and I'm Tamish. And Tamish is here. So we have not, just like most times, we have not talked with each other about the episode yet. So it's exciting for us to find out what each other thinks. But before we get in to the mid-season finale discussion, um, it's been way too long without a game. So, Tamish, are you are you game ready? Are you game for a game? All right, let's do it. <laughs> okay. I didn't tell her we were going to do this. I usually don't. Um, okay, well... We're coming up on uh, the Christmas holiday, and, you know, we just had Thanksgiving, and people did a lot of shopping last weekend. People are looking for gifts. Still, I thought we could do a gift-themed game. Um, so I decided to go out on Amazon and look like at some gift guides. You know, what's popular? What's recommended for gifts? And I found a section from Oprah. So these are five gifts that are on Oprah's list. It's a pretty lengthy list she has, but I picked five. And there's no right or wrong answer. So up front, you know, you can't you can't go wrong. I want you, co host podcast partner to me, to assign this gift. So it's like consider yourself like Secret Santa. And you are gonna give this gift to someone that was in the mid season finale. So we know some of our characters are Sadly long gone. Some of them are alive and well, but not in the episode. So it has to be someone that was in the mid-season finale, and you are going to bestow a gift upon them. So you have lots of choices. Are you ready? All right. Let's do it. Okay. And we get no um, advertising or anything endorsements with these gifts. But they're getting some free advertising from us because I'm naming them. One, Carl the Drinking Chocolate Snowman by Kate Weiser Chocolate. And let me tell you a little bit about Carl the Drinking Chocolate Snowman. He's a dark chocolate snowman that you put in a pot and melt, and it makes, I think, like five to eight cups of really delicious, supposedly hot chocolate. So who do you want to give Carl the drinking chocolate snowman to that was in the mid-season finale? Okay. Oh, right. That sounds like a sweet gift. So <laughs> probably, Literally. I'd probably give it to Rosita so because she's oh. feeling this good. So uh, that oh. would go to Rosita. That so is very, very thoughtful. Yeah. Oh, that's very kind of you. Good job, Secret Santa. Okay. Number two, we have a faux fur vest by Echo. Who would you like to give that to? You said a vest, so I'll go ahead and hand that right on over to Daryl. You'll probably <laughs> figure that one out. Uh-oh. Okay. I like it. I like it. And you know, his vest has been damaged somehow you know he's missing that one wing now so that's really nice of you to get him a new one and it'll keep him warm in the colder months virginia yeah yeah he keeps it on 
All right, nicely done. Okay, number three. This is um, you, it's like a package deal. It's a set of animal hats by Gene Simmons Accessories. So, for instance, there's an owl, a raccoon, a uh, polar bear. I think there was a monkey. So um, who would you like to give one of these snazzy animal hats to? It looks like the animal's head on the hat, and then you just pull it down, you know, over your head. Okay, so you, <laughs> how many of them are there? Well, I think you probably pick which one you want, but your choice, I mean, you have plenty to choose from. So um, an owl, a raccoon, a polar bear, a monkey, any one of those. You don't have to say which one, but they're they're different animals to choose from. And okay, you can pick one and give it. They're hats. Mm-hmm. Okay. So let me see. Who would get that one for a hat? Uh, I'd probably give it to Magna. Okay, okay. All right. I like it. Any particular animal you think she would like the best? She's probably not going to like any of them. <laughs> She's probably She's so angry. Like They're one of them. <laughs> so angry, yeah. Okay. Exactly. All right. Here's a, number four is actually another hat. It's a little more upscale, perhaps more stylish. To, you know, it, it's in the eye of the beholder. It's a felt fedora by Travel Encore. Fancy. Let's see. What's the character's name that got the broken violin? Ah, uh, Luke. So Luke <laughs> would get that one. There you go. To play with, to have with his broken um, violin. Oh, yeah. To soothe his troubles. Okay. Yeah. All right. Here's the final gift that you okay. get to, to share. It is a barbecue sauce bucket by Martin Barbecue Joint. Barbecue, barbecue. Bucket, it's a bucket, so it has food in it. It's a bucket, of, a, a bucket of different barbecue sauces. Oh, of different barbecue sauces. Uh-huh. I'd probably give that, oh, wait, no, I can't give that to her. Uh... <laughs> Maybe I would give that to. Maybe I'll give that to. Um, let me see. I'm thinking. Maybe I'd give that to Ami um, Henry so he could use it to trade. Oh. Oh. Okay. Very. Very. Again. Very thoughtful. I like these answers. So yeah, because he's really trying to help out his family and community back at home. Very cool. Very cool. Well, thank you, Oprah, Amazon, and all these gifts. Uh, You did a good job, Tamish. I'm proud of you. I'm sure everyone will love their gifts. (laughs) Whether they do or not, they're getting them. (laughs) That's it. Yeah, you're done. You're done with your shopping. Um, Okay. Now, we have a little bit of feedback from last week's episode. Some folks are still catching up um, and aren't, you know, aren't current. But uh, so we got some feedback from Melissa. So did you want to tell us about that, Tamish? What she All right. Say? Melissa says that she was interested and both disappointed uh, about Maggie's fate. 
So she's kind of happy that uh, she's with uh, Georgie, but she's a little disappointed. Um, she did say that she was happy to get more information about Georgie and what they're up to as far as the group. But uh-huh. she says that also means that she won't, uh, what is it, see Georgie for a while since Maggie will be off screen. Yeah, so, okay. It was a little tough, it sounds like, from uh, Melissa to hear that, you know, Maggie's no longer there, and then at least hear mm-hmm. a little bit about Georgie's group. Uh, she's okay. hoping that maybe they'll send some, type, uh, you know, additional words or letters from Maggie. Yeah. That's her. Keep so, us updated, see. yeah. Yeah. Okay. I agree, very cool. She enjoys the name Daryl gave his pet dog. Yes. He yes. thinks dog is very appropriate. Um, I agree. And and he and she says that Daryl doesn't seem to care for the dog, but we all know he does. Oh, um, he just can't show it, but so much. Exactly, and she says that you know she um feels like uh, that they are underusing um, Negan, and that because he's such a oh. talented actor, she wishes that they would use him more. Um, uh huh. She's actually hoping that Michonne will free him and get uh-huh. some kind of work release or something. Well, you kind of foreshadowed that and didn't even realize it, Melissa. Yeah, yeah. Um, you didn't even have to work for it. <laughs> nope. And she was saying that she wants, uh, she'd love to know how he got his sanity back. Since he's oh, in yeah. a good place and he's being so nice to everybody. Mm-hmm. And so he's mm-hmm. saying um, what happened after that time job. Okay. And okay. She wanted to know if Judith was going to have regular visits with me again. Hmm. That will be harder now, I suppose. But yes, I did wonder that at the time. Are we going to see more of those uh, back and forth between those two? Because I kind of enjoyed that um, in that episode. So uh, yeah, things have changed, and uh, yeah, some. Of, some of what she uh, mentioned kind of came true in one way or another. So let's move on into this week episode. Thank you, Melissa. Yes, thank you, Melissa. We we really do appreciate you taking the time to share your thoughts because that's what this is all about: sharing what we think about the episode. So, anything you want to say out of the gate, or should we just walk through the different elements? I think we should just walk through the gate. Okay. So, All right. Do not listen to our podcast if you have not watched the show. We will yeah. be spoilers. And That's speaking it. of walking, walking through the gate, I would not want to be walking through the gate to that cemetery right now. Oh. Or any time. Oh. That was, that was spooky. That First was spooky. of all, you okay? I, hopefully by now everybody has noticed. And maybe the writers will change this. Whenever someone says, it never fails. Whenever anyone says, you go ahead, I'll take care of this by myself. Someone uh-huh. is going to have to do that. Every single time. It happens every single time. Sorry, it does. And I've noticed okay. that, that was finally it. And if you don't believe me, go back and watch just a few of the episodes to catch those words. So actually, now that we have so much technology, I bet if you put that phrase in Google and put it on <laughs> for our uh, for AMC's The Walking Dead, it will pull up every time that was said and just go watch it. Something happened. Okay, well, you put it out there, so I have to play devil's advocate. 
What about in this episode? What about in this episode where Daryl says, you guys go, I'll go by myself, and I'll maybe I'll even beat you all there. And he separated from the group, and he survived. Now, granted, he had dog with him, so he wasn't completely alone. So does that does that take him out of the category? No, no, no. Okay, so wait, let me clarify. So remember, I said something will happen. I didn't necessarily say they would die. I said, well, oh, okay. Them, whether you cause somebody else to get hurt, okay. whether you lose something, whether it's mm. meaning something is going to happen to you, whatever that phrase is. <laughs> I gotcha. Okay, okay. Thank you for that clarification. Yes. Thank you. Yes. That makes that does make sense. You're right. It, it's yeah. Something's gonna go down. I hear you. All right. That's like if they're setting us up. They're like, get ready, y'all. Yeah, like like flashing warning signs, you know, lights flashing. All right, Henry moving to the hilltop for now to do his blacksmithing apprenticeship. Um, what did you think of that storyline? Anything uh, good or bad you wanted to point out? I think I expected more from Henry. I think that Henry is... Um, showed me that he is just a typical teenager. I know he's in love mm-hmm. with Enid and that was so cute how they how they feel <laughs> Enid had a little boyfriend and he was heartbroken. Oh <laughs> but I think I just assumed Henry was more mature than he really was and he's not. So I think he's I feel like it, huh. I feel I just, I kinda of along what you said, I feel like it shows that he has potential and that his heart is ultimately in the right place, but he has a lot of growing to do, a lot of maturing still to do. Like when he was with the teenagers um, and they were, you know, toying with and torturing the walker and he put an end to that. I think that shows like what's, what he's made of ultimately and like where his you know heart is about justice and doing the right thing. But yet, yes, he is still enough of a typical teenager that he's doing some dumb stuff and um you know not not staying on track so it kind of like that his story gives me hope for him but um it's going to be a you know an interesting path he's not gonna he's just he's not an adult he hasn't grown up he still has it showed me that he still has a lot of growing up to do but that ultimately he wants to do the right thing that's how I kind of felt. Yeah. And I I disliked to a great, great degree um, Gage and Rodney. I, like, wanted to punch them through the television. For um, acting like teenagers who were cooped up and never going outside? <laughs> yes, because Enid was a teenager back in the day before we had the six-year time jump, and she didn't do stuff that well all right i'm gonna bite my tongue uh, you see my point <laughs> <laughs> and we're doing this on a call record so i can't see tamisha's face but i know what she's thinking she's rolling her eyes at me because she's like hold up enid yeah she left it yep she left and she went out in the woods with carl and while he was trying to look for um deanna walker deanna to take her out well, yeah, that was, I mean, that was survival, though. That was actually disgusting, but, but clever. I mean, you know, she survived, just survived somehow, JSS. 
Um, so, okay, I, I, my tongue is bitten. I take that back. Um, yeah, I guess. So, yeah, you're right. The annoying teenagers cooped up really, really irritated me. But there, there is some, there is a spectrum. Yes, they're teenagers, they're cooped up, they're bored, they're growing up in the apocalypse, but they chose to take a whiz on the walker, and Henry said no. And so, I mean, yeah, Henry is a dumb teenager sometimes too, but he has a better heart than Rodney and Gage. You know what I'm saying? Henry draws the line sooner than someone like Gage or Rodney. So those two, yeah, they, they're... I'm writing them off. I'm scratching them off my list. Um, they just, I mean, they carried it too, you know, they carried it further than, than Henry did. Henry did some stupid stuff too, you, you know, but he he drew the line somewhere. He still yeah, got he trouble, drew the line so. and he was the only one that got time. Nobody yeah, you're right. Him, so. You were right about that. Mm-hmm. But he may be he may be the only one that really learns his lesson either. Like getting corrected sometimes it's the mom and me, but getting corrections, you know, can save you later in the future. And if these bozos don't learn from their mistakes, they are gonna wind up getting killed. Yeah, wind up getting killed sometimes. So you can't you know, like you can't push it but so many times. Now Addie, I'll give her a pass because she seems kind of like, Yeah, these guys are pushing it. Oh, she wasn't as bad. So she gets to stay on my list for Christmas gifts, et cetera. Gage and Rodney oh, are great. off. But they're on the naughty list for sure. So, um, yeah, it really did It really did make me mad. Um, and then I, then I have to look at myself. I'm like, it's a walker. You know, we constantly kill walkers, you know. But when they're being threatened, you know. But that is that was someone's loved one. And they're just torturing it and, you know. So, okay, I get off my get off my soapbox. Get off your soapbox. (laughs) Yeah, I get off my soapbox. All right. So, anything else about Henry? No. Before we move on, just about Henry. Okay, Enid, Enid, and Alden. You know, you mentioned them and their little smoochy smooch. What do you think of them as a couple? Is that a? I have no idea. Okay. I I think that scene was purposely written to show Henry he has no chance. Yeah, and then yeah, we really we don't see them together no more. Mm-hmm. We don't know much about their relationship, but they both seem like nice people. So I'm gonna I'm gonna ship that for now. I'm good with that. We'll wait okay. and see. Um, Negan, Negan, and Father Gabriel. Mm-hmm. They had a couple of encounters this week, and. Um, Negan was turning up the antagonism again with Father Gabriel. Uh, Father Gabriel keeps trying to help him and get to the root of who he really is and find this human inside, but Negan's making it very difficult. And uh, they they shared words. What did you think about that and the whole poopity-poop discussion yeah, I think that the fact that anybody's having a conversation with Megan, that's a problem. Because Megan <laughs> is down there 
for the crimes against humanity that he has committed. And Uh it's kind of like you all are trying to change something that cannot be changed. And just let me, let me just do the time. Stop Mm -hmm. trying to make friends. Stop doing all of that, you know. Right. That's interesting. Megan cannot come back from this. He just can't. Okay. I hear you. I can... I see. I see what you're saying. It is, you know, it doesn't seem very fruitful what they're doing. They're making a lot of efforts, and you know, a lot of people on duty um, to watch him. And like the one guy had to take care of him being in the handcuffs against the, you know, the bars. Right. Um, you know, and they swap people have to bring him food, and you know, yeah, they're so you those things. You know, you have to do, but how far you go with it. You know, how much has that really helped? Because he let himself out, you know. And, you know, I'm okay talking about the previews for the next half of the season. Are you okay talking about previews? Oh, yeah, I'm fine. Oh, yeah, okay. So if you're not, if you're not, don't listen to this part. But um, it, it, the little bit that we saw in the previews of him getting out, he seemed to have that bravado still. So it's like, okay, all the meditation that he did with them and, you know, trying to do some rehabilitation, it didn't seem like it really stuck. So I, I don't think saying. it stuck. I, I don't think it, he ever planned for it. And I think he was playing them all along. Okay. Do you think that he considered for a second not leaving? Like once he noticed that the the door was unlocked, do do you think he thought for a second about no, I shouldn't leave? No, I think it was nope. no. I, I don't. Okay. I don't. Okay. I just think he's an evil person. I think he's an evil yeah. person with no heart, and people okay. are trying to put a heart into him, and it's just not going to happen. So you kind of think he's the Grinch, but I, I, time being. Times 10. Okay. All righty. Uh, Pete, I think, is excited that he's out. Uh, our friend and listener, Pete, because he wants more Negan stories. So now that I think he's out, I think we're going to have more stories from him. Um, and Pete did wonder, too, is Negan going to save them all? Hmm. Do you think there's any possibility of that, Tanisha? We've got this new threat on the horizon. Right. I'm just sitting Is here it, thinking. I'm just, I'm, okay. I'm sorry, but pause. I'm just sitting here thinking. I don't know, Tracy. Okay. You got me there's, a little bit. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I know you that know there's that. Huh? You, you know there's that part of me that always wants a chance for someone to be redeemed. So there is, I gotta admit, there's that part of me. There's that part of me that's like, you know, Merle or someone else. In the end, is maybe gonna make a good choice to help people. So I mean, I am still kind of holding out hope, but it doesn't yeah, feel super I, likely. And the fact that they they left the uh, prison door open, I, I'm I'm very bothered by that. Like I'm st- I was still trying to figure out how that really happened. I think, I mean, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I think he got Father Gabriel and, you know, so 
riled up and he was just so distracted and worrying about Rosita that he, and I don't know, I don't think that Megan intentionally tried to get him to forget to lock it because he did genuinely seem surprised when he noticed that it was unlocked. But, I mean, do you think that's what happened, that he was just so distracted and emotional? I don't know. Because okay. I, what I'm confused about is, okay, so he forgot and left it open, right? But there's usually someone that's also guarding. Yeah. Well, that's the second. What's going on, regardless of what's going on in the community at the time, there's always someone there also guarding him. And so oh, I see what you're saying. I'm struggling with the fact that he was able to just walk out of there. Okay. Like, and, you and assume there's... Always mm-hmm. someone stationed there, either and outside that, and his the door. The reason or... I'm saying that is because whenever uh-huh. he came down, someone had to help uh-huh. handcuff him so he could give him food, take his bedpan. Whenever what was it, Maggie came to visit, um, there was somebody always outside the door, outside waiting. Okay. So yeah, I'm struggling a little bit with that. Okay. Now the only other thing I can think of that might sort of explain that is remember Father Gabriel did say, um, I can't go be with her, I can't check on her because I have to be here with you. And I was kind of thinking, well, why does it have to be you? Why can't it be someone else? But it almost sounded like there weren't that many people in Alexandria right now, which they certainly didn't all go to Hilltop. So I don't know. But the only thing I'm thinking is, was that alluding to kind of being short-staffed or something? But I don't know. Maybe they'll explain it, too. Maybe it will come out because, you know. Okay, I'm hoping it does. It's a good good question, a valid question for sure. Um, Now, what do you think about Negan teasing Father Gabriel about Rosita and that, you know, she was – he heard her talking and um, he said, well, don't – you can't – you know, basically you can't assume she was talking about you. Do you think he was trying to stir the pot, or do you think Rosita could have been talking about someone else? Do you think Negan knows something? I think, uh, yes, I think he was stirring the pot, definitely. And okay. the fact that people talk loud enough, loud enough right outside his window, that's a problem, too. That's a huge yeah. problem. And yeah. so um, I think that he, Negan was being Negan. And that's the, that's the scary part. And how did he earn that window? You know, it's almost like they added that or something. Um, oh, I, I don't know. I just, I'm so irritated that he escaped. But yep, that's my thought on that. But I okay. just I can't believe they worked so hard. So many people died in that war. Oh, and now he's out. Oh my gosh. All right. Why don't you guide us through? Um, a discussion of the other part of the episode. Well, we've got a couple parts. I guess we, we're we down to um, the watching the herd follow um, Daryl. I think, we can, I think we can lump that in with mm-hmm. the hashtag, the whispers. You guys, that are. Yeah, no, that we've got that. But the only other part I was thinking that we might want to share a little bit about is the reunions that happened at the hilltop because that discussion between Tara and Michonne was felt mm-hmm. very cold. 
um, the discussion between Carol and Michonne. And if you have anything to say about that, um, about the new people checking out Hilltop, Magna, and Unico, and Luke, and Connie and Kelly, um, and like Carol, you know, she, she knew a little bit of sign language and did that um, with Connie. Um, and she seemed very perky and, you know, like welcomed them, even though Carol doesn't even live there, which is kind of funny. Um, right. But then she wasn't so perky and stuff with, with Michonne. Any of those interactions that like really struck a chord with you or? Um, I, I think for me, it's going to go back to everything X marks the spot. I think once we yeah. are told about what the X's are on the individuals, I think that's mm-hmm. going to explain what exactly happened to their relationship and why Michonne is the way she is. But I will tell you, so that's my thought on that, but I will tell you that uh, Carol confirmed that that little boy, RJ, was alive. Yes, she did. Yes, she did. Because he mm-hmm. asked how he was doing. So Yes, absolutely. Naysayers, mm-hmm. there you go. Yeah, done. He asked Stick a fork in it. And she, right, she didn't say, how are you feeling? Or she didn't allude to something in the past. She specifically yeah. said, how is RJ doing? Oh, yes. he's fine. <laughs> very, very good point. Very good point. Um, what? A lot of people, I'm sensing more and more frustration, like on social media and other podcasts I've listened to, about still not knowing really anything about what happened that caused this rift. Uh, how much is that getting to you and, and frustrating it's, it's, you? I, I think what it is for me is that I'm so used to something being held until we get back in February for uh-huh. that, that I'm not even focusing on that because if I do, I completely agree with you. I would be like, ah. but since they've done two time jumps and I've kind of picked up the pace, I will give them a little bit, a little bit of leeway on that. Okay. Okay. Apart because we've got a lot of other a bunch of information, a lot of other storylines have come out, you know, and so you gotta put it into perspective. It's like it's kind feel- of like we are microwaving and microwave <laughs> uh, generation. We want it now, quick and fast. Yeah, true. Do you feel like you're leaning towards or siding at all with a particular group, faction, or person? Like a lot of people are. So I'm like, this isn't the Michonne we know. You know, she's closing off and not letting people in and not being as welcoming. Um, they don't like seeing that side of her. Um, are you bothered by that? Or, like, for instance, Aaron, he he doesn't, he seems more open. You know, he was more open to the Hilltop people. I mean, the um, the new group of survivors even coming you know, maybe staying at Alexandria and Sadiq is working on the show and saying, what about this? What about what Carl wanted? Are you siding with anyone or do you feel like Michonne has her reasons and I trust that she has her reasons? You know, where, where, where are you falling in all this? No, I'm not, I'm not choosing anybody's side until I find out what caused the rift. And then okay. I'll choose because, because uh, there's not enough information. Everybody knows, except the people that are watching, why their relationship is the way that it is. But I will say we have some phenomenal actors and actresses uh-huh. that's yeah. putting it together 
and showing that there is some type of hmm, upsetness or something that has happened. But, yep, I'm yeah. not choosing sides until I know a little okay. more information. Yeah. My inclination is that that maybe the writers are kind of trying to to make us a little frustrated with Michonne, thinking that, you know, maybe she made some kind of harsh decision or something and it's not being as flexible, but that they're making us feel that way. And then we're going to find out what happened. And we're probably going to think, oh, Michonne did the right thing. All these other people didn't do the right thing. I don't know. I think they might be, you know, playing with us, which is a possibility. So we'll see. And then people really have to keep in mind that Michonne is a widow. So yeah, yeah, no doubt. Uh-huh. And then you know, and that's fresher than anybody else's family members who have died. So yeah. hers was you the most recent. Mm-hmm. As far as we know, we don't know. We don't know. Any, well, yeah, right. We don't. Nothing has happened to our main characters that we know of in the in those since that. Yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. Okay, talk to me about. The whispers storyline and the whole hunt that ended I up in the cemetery. Not, I am not. You have been living for this storyline to finally get played <laughs> out. I am not going to be the first one to speak on it. You even said something last week on the podcast. Cannot wait for them to delve into it more. So it's here. It's, it's your here. time. Dive I, in. Here's a floaty. Okay, I I will do that. But I really am anxious to hear what you think about it because you didn't maybe know or hadn't heard as much about it ahead of time. I think it probably was maybe it was fresher maybe to you. But, um, no, I was very pleased that they did the reveal of who these strange acting walkers were, that they weren't really evolving or getting smarter, that there were actually people underneath. I thought the reveal was very well done. Um, I did predict last week without any knowledge whatsoever, but I predicted the way they were setting up Jesus with not wanting to be a leader and stuff and switching out at the last minute, him going out and not Tara, you stay behind. Like you said, <laughs> I'll go, you stay behind. Um, <laughs> I, I, uh, I felt like that might be coming. Um, so it, I was kind of prepping myself that we that we would lose someone, and that I was thinking it might be uh, Jesus. But the way it happened was uh, super creepy, super revealing. Um, even though I knew that there were people, and you know, wearing masks, the way the guy ducked and dodged him uh, was just you know something we'd never seen before. Even you know, even with the, the prior knowledge that I had, it was just wild seeing that on screen someone who looked and appeared to be a walker to be behaving like that and of course it was very sad as well because you know jesus didn't he didn't have no no clue you know he just couldn't be prepared for that how could anybody be prepared for that so um i thought daryl being the one to slice open the the mask and stuff was very appropriate because, you know, he's the hunter and he's cut open bodies and looked for stuff before. So I thought that was a a good choice for him to do that reveal. Um, And then uh, when they rolled the guy over, I mean, I knew what to expect. I knew what was going to be there, but 
I just thought it was executed very well, I guess. And it was just still chilling, you know, seeing the characters respond to, to have no idea that, that that's what was going on. So yeah, I was, I was, I was excited that they actually did the reveal because there've been some tough cliffhangers. Um, one in particular that I won't mention, um, with the walking dead, cause I don't want to go down that road. Um, but I think they gave us enough and then left us wondering about just the bigger picture. What does all this mean? What are they going to do now? How are they going to respond to this? How many of these whispers are there? What do they really want? Because I don't have all those answers. I, I just knew that they were people underneath masks, um, Walker masks. So that's enough for me. That's how I felt about it. Okay, I actually, I would, let's see, when they were at the barn rescuing Eugene, uh-huh. I got a little bit of um, inkling that something was off, and I said, okay, I said, I'm just not sure what it is yet. I never, I did not completely believe that they had evolved uh, mm-hmm. something kind of gone on with the brain. So I was not, again, 100% convinced, and so as we continued on trying to get Eugene back, when we got, when the team got surrounded, I'll say it like that, when they made it to the gate of the cemetery uh-huh. and they were like, oh, my goodness, what are we going to do? And they, were, and then yeah. they were like, okay, we got to make a stand. We got to fight. Yeah. Fast forwarding to when Jesus was in that fight and he was splashing and, da- and dashing uh-huh. and ducking and diving. I said, okay. But when that walker did that move, which was the cocktail <laughs> sign, I said, you know what? that is a human being. And that's yeah, what I said. Uh-huh. And I said, I just got to figure out how that's a human. And sure enough, uh-huh. Daryl said, come here and look. I said, okay. That's okay. When I, so when he did the duck and dive with Jesus, that's when I first figured out and said, this is a human being in that, in that walker, being a walker. And I just did not put it together that it was a mask until Daryl said, come here. And I said, that's uh-huh. what he is. And so that's okay. when I figured it out, even before he took the mask off. So okay. I think that these people are crazy, are even <laughs> crazier than um, Garrett. Garrett, excuse me. I think that this is a new kind of evil because you are not going to be able to necessarily tell them the difference right. between them and the regular walkers. And what's even yeah. scarier is that I, I didn't even think to see if any of the walkers that were in the group were real walkers. Like, I, I yeah. didn't even think that as they were killing Yeah, them. yeah, right. So, I can't wait to meet the leader, and then I can't wait to meet the leader of the whisperers or whatever, but that was some uh-huh. deep stuff. <laughs> what do you think they want? To take over. They, everybody wants to take over. And what's even, what's even messed up even more, Negan is out. So I'm like, okay. now yeah. you've uh, got the whispers and Megan right in your backyard. I'm like, oh. So I yeah. think that they want to take over and they want to assimilate everybody. So hmm. that's where we're at. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's super so, creepy. Um, I, and yeah, the creep factor is most definitely there. Um, one interesting thing is Negan doesn't know about them right now. So, like, it's been revealed to you know, what we call our group. And once they find out Negan's out, you know, I don't think they're going to run and, do you think they're going to run and 
tell him. You know, I mean, he could, I would like to see him find out what's going on. That will be an interesting reveal. You know, I hope that someone doesn't just say, hey, Negan, you know, we'll, like, do some negotiation or something, and you come back here or, you know, because there's these people out there that are wearing walker masks and whispering and moving herds and stuff. I hope I want I want to see Negan find out who they are on his own. Mm. I want okay. I want to see something like that. You know, I want to see shock on his face. I don't know how it'll go down, um, or how if and when he'll find out about them. But he he's not going to hear about it from his window. I guess is what I'm saying. He <laughs> is he he chose to leave and uh, escape. So. He doesn't. He may think he's in a power position because he escaped and he's free, but yet there's some dangerous stuff out there that he does not know about. So I'm kind of excited about that. But you, you seem like you have a little caring bone in your body for Negan. A caring bone? No, yeah. no. It's like no. It's not. I don't think it comes from a. I don't think it comes from a caring aspect. I think it's kind of like you're gonna get burned, you know, because. <laughs> You think you're tough stuff because you escaped and you got away, but now there's something dangerous out there that you don't know about. So, anyways. Well, I can't wait to see how that connection <laughs> happens, if it's supposed yeah. to happen. I, so, that should be interesting. But, yes, yeah. I, I, I am liking um, the whole whisperer thing right now. I hope they don't now, one thing I'm, put go it ahead. to the ground. Go ahead. Oh yeah, yeah. I hope they keep it yeah fresh and interesting and yeah. Yes. I think there's a lot more to explain about them, so I, I'm hoping that it, it will be, you know, stay engaging. But I'm a uh, spoiler alert. If you don't like looking at the previews, um, I was a, on the one hand I was relieved to see Michonne and Sadiq and Yumiko and all them coming back to Hilltop in the previews. But at the very end of the episode, it seemed like they were surrounded by the whispers, and that was really scary. So part of me is like, oh, whew, they're okay. But it kind of takes away the, you know, that aspect of a cliffhanger. What do you think? I don't know. Oh, Tracy. I mean, how are they going to get out or get away if they're surrounded? I mean, I guess we still don't know, so we have to wait and find out. But it doesn't seem as stressful, since, you know, since we know they they do get out. They all look. Okay, okay fair enough. I agree. Because I was watching the preview for um, the return, and I was watching to see who I could see to. So I see, I see your yeah. point from that angle. I yeah. do. Um, I get it. Yeah, I'm like, they're okay. But yet, n- now we don't have that, you know to wait on we we just need to know how it happened not to find you know we know already know that they're okay but anyways aside from that i'm very excited for the return someone had i saw someone on facebook had already set the counter on their phone like 76 days whatever oh, hours minutes for the for it to come back um for the second half of season nine but it's feeling it's feeling fresh and feeling good I know that uh, I don't know if you want to to share much about this or where you stand right now, but you once you knew about Rick leaving, you were kind of like, you know, you might be done pretty soon. Has that changed at all? 
or are you still reserving your decision? I'm going to reserve my decision. Thank you very much. Okie dokie very much. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. I can respect that decision. So I think the only thing that would that would uh cut me out of the whole deal is if something happens to dog. Then I might be done. So does dog have an Instagram account? Uh you know, I don't know. That's a he might. Someone has probably done that. That's a good question. We'll have to investigate. But anyways. Well, anything else? You had to say about the episode? Are you a thumbs up, thumbs down? I'm, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a thumbs up. I really am. Okay. I still miss Rick. Yeah. Still miss Rick, Rick Lines, but I have to say that the way they've been moving on these episodes have been great, and I hope that mm-hmm. they keep moving them forward. And I will have to say, I have not rewatched episodes just for the podcast or you know posting articles or anything. This season, I, I, you know, usually I'm rewatching because I want to see stuff again, or I did I miss something? You know, I am much more excited about um, the show this season than I have been in at least two seasons. Okay, two, good. two and a half. Yeah, it, it's definitely uh, ranking better with me now, despite the losses and people leaving. I don't like those things; they don't make me happy. But I'm more excited about the show than I've been in a while. The uh, the the Deegan arc seven eight just was not was not my bag. So um, we'll see. We'll, we'll see what happens. So. I know that's all we can do though. I just wait, sit back, and wait until February. Now, yep, yep. Get your counter ready. <laughs> so. We won't be podcasting about The Walking Dead for a while, obviously. We're not coming back till February. But you never know if Tamish and Tracy might do a podcast about something else or a different topic, yep. a one-off. You know, yep. you never know. So keep your eyes peeled, and we will keep you posted. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Tamish Tracy, T-A-M-E-C-H-E-T-R-A-C-E-Y. And, of course, you can find the podcast at so many shows.com also on iTunes and Google. Um, but definitely check out the other offerings from so many shows.com. There are, Woo-hoo! yes, so many shows that are covered. So you might find some other podcasts and reviews and articles that you're interested in for other shows. So it's a lot to check out there. So thank you for listening. Send yes, us thank some you. feedback. Send us some feedback. Keep it coming. We want to know what you thought about this week. And uh, we'll be back. Bye. Bye.